Welcome back to Money and Meaning, stories of unlocking the potential of global markets for impact. I'm your host, Alex Kravitz. On today's episode, I'm joined by Blair Miller, the managing partner of TELUS's new $100 million pollinator fund for good. TELUS, which is one of Canada's largest telecommunications companies, launched the Impact Fund in November 2020. The fund is targeting early-stage social enterprises working to solve challenges across four different impact areas – environment, agriculture, healthcare, and inclusive communities. Blair is a 20-year veteran of TELUS who has helped to launch and scale a number of innovative products and will now turn that skill set externally to find the next generation of social entrepreneurs who are building scalable tech for good. Let's jump into the conversation. Blair, welcome to the show. Thanks, Alex. Great to be here. So to kick us off, tell me a little bit about the, the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good. Now, the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good was born out of TELUS's leadership position in social capitalism and uh, our belief that to do well as a company, we must also do good in the communities we live, work, and serve. We're looking to move the needle on social innovation in Canada by investing in entrepreneurs and responsible businesses, driving solutions in health, agriculture, the environment, and enabling more inclusive communities. Typically investments for the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good are seed and series A stage companies and fit within one of our four focus areas. We're looking for companies with exceptional and diverse leadership these companies should already have a product or service in market and demonstrated an ability to grow their customer base and generate revenue. And for, for listeners who may be unaware of TELUS, can you give us a bit of background on the, the parent corporation? Our heritage is a traditional telco, but we have evolved far beyond strictly communications. The vision of our CEO, Darren Entwistle, uh, has enabled and driven the company into compelling new business opportunities, uh, not the least of which are enterprise support and enablement of health, which is evolving further into consumer health. The extensive role that we play now in the agriculture space, operating in 40 plus countries across the globe, and also building other international efforts and enabling other companies, Canadian and otherwise, uh, to expand globally through TELUS International, which only recently uh, debuted on the the TSX as uh, a very significant IPO. So an incredible demonstration of the different strategy that TELUS has undertaken with respect to unleashing the power of the internet and leveraging data to enable compelling new business opportunities, both for TELUS, for our customers, and other businesses. You mentioned the four impact areas, environment, sustainable agriculture, healthcare, and inclusive communities in some of the work that TELUS is doing in healthcare and agriculture. Um, how, How did you land on those four areas? Are they all tied to TELUS's core business or or are they just areas that that you thought you could move the needle as a fund? I think it's a combination. And importantly, 
the four areas are really tied to the, I wouldn't strictly say tied to the core of TELUS's business, but to the core DNA of, of TELUS itself. So if you think about TELUS again more broadly, and since Darren has come in and has really imbued uh, and brought his focus on social capitalism uh, and has been driving that agenda for really in, in an evolutionary fashion over the last 15 to, to 20 years. You know, from initially team member volunteerism to national days of service to ongoing charitable and team member contribution uh, events that occur not just now in Canada, but within our businesses globally. And really we see Pollinator, the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good is just a natural evolution of that commitment. As we have our 13 community boards across Canada, as we grow our community boards in our international footprint, as we launch and enable the TELUS Friendly Future Foundation, the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good is just another form of combining purpose and profit. Again, coming back to the core belief that we have that to do good in business, you have to do good in the communities that you live, work, and serve. Three of the, the first four investments that the fund has, has announced has been into funders, two venture funds and one micro lender. Is that a coincidence due to you know, the small sample size or is it part of a larger pollinator fund strategy? I would say there's a bit of coincidence and a bit of strategy as well. And, and when I say it's a blend of both, I think is as anyone listening or those who have done investments would understand there's there's a timing element to it for sure. But we have a strategic intent to support emerging fund managers who complement our fund thesis areas and who can help us enable more investment into early stage companies and help us expose additional deal flow and co-investment opportunities. That said, the lion's share uh, of our investment will be on a direct basis. Fund of funds um, will get a, an allocation within the portfolio. We just saw a couple of the opportunities uh, that we've taken at this early stage as such a compelling alignment between the vision of the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good and the vision of the funds uh, that we invested in. So uh, again, part of it was coincidence, and I would say very happy coincidence with the funds that we've invested in. But going forward, you can expect the, the majority of our dollars to be invested on a direct basis. That's interesting. I hadn't considered the the deal flow element, but that seems like a, a great place to start with the, the new launch of the fund. Um, with the direct investments into, into social enterprises, are you looking at traditional equity and, and convertible debt, or are there alternative funding mechanisms that you're, you're considering? Within the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good, we are looking to employ a diverse set of uh, financial instruments. And I think that's one of the things that'll help differentiate the fund and how we partner, enable, and help catalyze change and support the development of purpose-driven, sustainable businesses. 
we certainly will look at the traditional tools and and have made traditional uh, equity investments uh, but we are looking at other models other financial instruments or vehicles to help achieve the purpose-driven outcomes that founders are uh, driving and we've taken a, uh, a kind of a broad lens and want to help enable and catalyze change and drive impact so if that means looking at tools that are outside of a standard equity investment or a convertible note we are very much open to those conversations telus has had a, a venture arm for a while now i think close to 20 years um are, are there best practices that you've taken from from that fund how is the the institutional knowledge shaped the the development of of the pollinator fund telus does have uh, two cvc funds uh, the first is as you noted uh, telus ventures has been in operation uh, at least 15 years and both from a talent and and process uh, perspective we look to leverage that organizational knowledge importantly we we always look to find uh, the tuition value internally sort of first to help build the foundation but always look outside as well to take Uh, what we can from industry best practices uh, and other stakeholders in the CVC and, and social impact space to help us form and and evolve our fund. A key element differentiating the two funds is obviously our laser focus on impact. So again, the Pollinator Fund for Good uh, was created to invest in purpose-driven companies and startups. Uh, solving today's biggest challenges with measurable and demonstrated impact that also offer or show a financial return if you look at our telus ventures team uh, i would say it's it's a classic uh, venture capital fund and it strategically invests in the most advanced and innovative solutions that deliver value to telus's businesses our numerous lines of business and customers while again generating a financial return uh, typically you'll see a, a strong strategic tie or linkage and a sponsorship uh, within one of our business units for investments that our telus ventures team makes How are you thinking about impact measurement and and management? Do you have specific impact metrics that you're reporting on to the the Telus leadership team or or how are you thinking about that? Impact measurement is a significant topic and I would say an evolving conversation. It's one that we engage in on a a regular basis internally. Uh it's one that we engage with others with a a passion to help uh understand and identify best practices i would say at this point you know we look for high level uh, alignment with the un sdgs uh as kind of an initial demarcation or or boundary and we really look beyond that for intentionality so when we're talking to founders uh, when we're assessing businesses that have applied for funding we really want to understand purpose and intent and as part of that what is the theory of change that the founder is applying or that uh, really drives them what is underneath their business and and how they're approaching it 
And with each of our investments, uh, we work together with the business leaders to define and carve out measures. To date, those measures have not been the same across any of the investments uh, that we have written. So we really try and tailor them to the specific portfolio company, which if you think about it, it really has to be done. We, you know, we are taking a customer lens on supporting the portfolio companies, but we also recognize that part of how we catalyze or support impact is really through helping these founders achieve their objectives. Mm-hmm. And what we want to see is a tight coupling between the purpose, so the mandate that the founders have defined for the company on impact, and to see how that drives the right financial outcomes for the company. So we don't want that coupling to be loose. We want to ensure it's as tight as possible so you get this virtuous flywheel effect, if you will, so that if the founder, if the company is focused on driving impact, that the right things happen from a financial perspective, and it'll allow the company to grow uh, and thus scale the impact that they are going to have. Mm-hmm. How, how did you get into this work? What led to your, your passion for this intersection of, of entrepreneurship and, and social impact? Well, I'm 21 years into a two-year stint to tell us. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, reinvention and restarts ha- have been part of an amazing career here and an amazing set of opportunities that uh, I- I've been able to take at, at TELUS and been supported in taking at TELUS. And for me, it was just such an exciting and purpose-driven mandate that it there's just a deep resonance. And, you know, as, as you get to, you know, sort of this stage in your career, I think you reflect on what are you going to leave behind? And I've, I've left behind many important deliverables, many marks on our business. And this was an opportunity to help grow and foster the development of other businesses and also to create sustainable change. I've got two boys, they're 12 and 10 right now. And, you know, as I started talking to them about this opportunity, it just, it clicked immediately for them, uh, which was kind of fascinating for me, because if I think back at their age, I wasn't there. I wasn't as socially aware, as mindful as they are. The dialogue in schools was different. So to know that uh, and see that they, they got it, right away that they saw the opportunity and that they were, you know, kind of rooting or cheering for me to take on this, uh, this new role just really felt fantastic. And again, being able to dive in and and directly support and drive sustainable change uh, is just incredibly exciting. Where where did you start? I mean, for other corporates who are thinking about potentially making this, this move into um, corporate impact investing. What was the the first step you took when researching and, and developing the fund strategy? I think we had a very significant advantage in creating the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good in that we had passionate uh, support and really a mandate from the top. 
And when looking at the tools and capabilities that we've created from you know, foundation to philanthropic efforts, to team member giving programs, to charitable matching programs. TELUS has a, a broad array of programs and efforts underway, but again, there was a desire to do more. And a thought that investing in for-profit, purpose-driven organizations or founders could be a meaningful way to inspire change uh, and to create sustainable change. And so it wasn't a matter of trying to start something within the company and feed it through from a grassroots level to an executive level. It was being able to take a very, you know, an advantaged position of having a mandate to create this and having a CEO and a chief social innovation officer in, in Jill Schnarr that are so passionate about our efforts in the broader uh, social capitalism umbrella that it was about making it happen and bringing uh, this vehicle uh, to fruition. I, I think we mentioned that, that it's a $100 million fund, um, the Pollinator Fund. Do you have outside investors or, or limited partners, or is it is it exclusively funded by the larger organization? The $100 million TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good is funded entirely by TELUS. Um, we don't have external uh, LPs or, or partners that are uh, engaged, at, uh, at least at this point. But when we think of the evolution of the portfolio and how we drive or further catalyze uh, social impact and, and betterment of outcomes for Canadians. We do look forward and envision, you know, that type of construct in in a future fund as part of an evolution of uh, of the pollinator portfolio. And there there are more and more corporations who are moving into what I would call impact investing, including, you know, what we've seen with. Costco and Netflix and, and some of those companies with their corporate treasuries and some other organizations. But there, there aren't too many. I only know of a few corporate impact investing funds. So hopefully, you know, there'll be, there'll be more that, that follow suit. What are the biggest challenges or, or learnings that you would want to share with those corporations who are thinking about creating a, a fund? Again, I'd say one of the biggest learnings is that you need commitment from the top. Um, mm -hmm. I think the other thing is you just have to do it. At the end of the day, the corporate players, or we see corporates as having a, a critical role to play in, in driving sustainable change and in, in creating or bettering outcomes for our communities and, and for Canadians. And it's important to us, and it was important to Darren, that the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good and the $100 million commitment from TELUS was a lighthouse, if you will, or a signal uh, to others. And that is one of the ways that we believe that the Pollinator Fund for Good can and will help catalyze change. That it's not just the direct investments that we write in founders or the support of emerging fund managers through fund-to-fund -fund investments. It's also the symbolism and the leadership of making this 
commitment and putting this forth into market. We recognize we're not the first, and we really hope that our activities here, that our learnings derive from others, that the learnings that we are you know, building as we deploy our funds can be leveraged by others to launch their funds, to make the decision to invest and to help drive more sustainable change. And our focus on driving social impact and being purpose-driven, we believe that that is one of the reasons that we have incredible customer loyalty and retention. And because we believe that our customers believe we're trying to do the right things, that we're trying to create sustainable change and positive growth, and that we're committed to the communities that we live, work, and serve in. And of course, you still have to deliver the best services and the best products and experiences for customers. But I don't think that's enough anymore. And you see customers saying that, and we've deeply internalized that feedback. Yeah, I hope I hope the fund is uh, wildly successful and and helps chart the course for a lot more corporates to to move into this space. We would be that would be a, an encouraging development. Um, is there anything that that I haven't asked that you'd like to to share with listeners before we sign off here? But I think one of the fascinating things for me, Alex, is just how open and giving others in this space have been, mm-hmm. how welcoming others in this space have been, uh, which has been in- incredible to be welcomed in uh, and for people to share knowledge openly in an effort to help accelerate our development as the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good and how we apply and deploy our funds. And Part of the reason I do say that is as an encouragement to others uh, who may say, well, you know, I don't have this experience or, you know, corporately, we haven't gone this direction before, you know, uh, how are we going to be able to enter this space? You know, where will we get support and tuition and whatnot? Well, the impact community is truly that uh, a community. And again, we've been welcomed with open arms. And we have had many exciting and invigorating conversations with external companies and other fund managers and leaders and really want to continue that dialogue and are open to talking to others and have others reach out to us to ask us about the experience and you know all the tactical details that you know we don't have time to cover here. But it is doable. It is absolutely doable and it's an important part of the business strategy and doing well as a business. And so we would be happy to to have conversations and repay the value and the debt that you know others have provided freely to us. I think it's probably the most, you know, encouraging and exciting thing that that I have found upon entering this space is just again the openness and the the willingness to support and drive uh, a common good. Yeah, there's definitely a sense of everyone being in it together. Blair, thank you so much for for taking the time to talk to me and and congratulations on the the launch of the Pollinator Fund for Good and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what comes next. Thanks so much, Alex. It's been a pleasure being here and thank you again for having me. 
Thanks for listening to today's episode of Money and Meaning. If you're curious to learn more about the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good, check out our website at socapglobal.com, where we'll link to more information about their investment thesis, their first four investments, and, and much more. I have a few great guests in the pipeline, including Greg Nietzschean of Kenny Arth, who are doing a lot of really innovative work around catalytic capital. Um, Kristen Hall of Nia Impact Capital, who has been at the forefront, really, of designing public equities portfolios with both gender and racial equity lenses. And Jacob Haar of Community Investment Management, an institutional fund manager that, that is providing debt capital to, to fintech companies that are working in underserved communities. So we have a lot of interesting topics over the next few episodes. And as always, if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at moneyandmeaningpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode.